Welcome to another episode of The Cubic Report. I'm Victor Cubic. Today's podcast will be a bit of a microcast with just me talking about news about our work in Ukraine this past week. Today is July 1st, 2022. Half the calendar year is behind us. The war in Ukraine has been raging for four months now, 128 days to be exact. I have family living there. We also have dear friends that we are very concerned about. So, what's new? Of significant news is that we were able to arrange for and send about 100 children from the badly damaged city of Chernihiv to Transcarpathia. Of these children, 44 are disabled. Let me give you some background about what's happening. For 30 years, I've been working in two distinct areas of Ukraine. One is in the far west, in Transcarpathia. This is working with people of like faith, who have emerged from the religious persecution of the USSR to an independent Ukraine. We have bonded as friends and brothers over this time. We have sent delegations of volunteers to teach English and to do humanitarian work over the time that spans my history in the Worldwide Church of God as well as the United Church of God. Here we have also worked with street children One of their pastors and his wife have cared for hundreds of neglected children. We have sent students and teachers to help out over several years. All these experiences have been a blessing to us, as we have been a blessing to them. Since 1991, when we first learned of these people, some of these people have emigrated to the United States and settled in the Northwest and other areas of our country. One of them has been a student at Ambassador Bible College in Cincinnati. The other group I work with lives in Chernihiv, about 90 miles north of Kiev, and 35 miles east of the doomed Chernobyl nuclear power plant. I first met these people when a surgeon from the United Kingdom, Dr. Morris Frohn, and I traveled there in 1996, 10 years after the nuclear disaster. A group of doctors there independently was opening a rehabilitation center for children many of them victims of Chernobyl. Chernihiv was on the trajectory of a radioactive iodine cloud that induced highly elevated thyroid cancer, particularly to children. The immunity of the people had been lowered and this brought on other diseases. We have worked with these fine people to this very day and have become like family to them and they to us. We have visited them many times and applaud their work. Now, more than 25 years later, they are undergoing another disaster, the invasion of Russia, less than 40 miles away, and destroying their city. 70% of the city has been damaged. How much more can people take? Dr. Vasil Pasichnik, director of the Revival Center, asked for help from LifeNets to get about 100 children, half of them disabled, out of Chernihiv, out to where other friends live. Dr. Vasil Pasichnik, director of the Revival Center, asked help from LifeNets to get about 100 children, half of them disabled, out of Chernihiv, out to where our other friends live in the Carpathian Mountains. He said that the children were terrorized and traumatized from the constant explosions from rockets, mortars, and incessant gunfire. They had no place to play and were beginning to act violently to one another. So we put the two entities together 
And last Friday, we were able to drive the children 600 miles out west to fresh air, the sound of birds, and peace. But on their way west, their bus broke down as they passed through Kiev, and they had to be placed on other buses. A day after they passed through, Kiev was bombed, and an apartment building on their path had its top floor and blown off, and people died. They arrived in Hust, Transcarpathia, last Friday evening. They had been placed in a youth camp facility that had originally been built for young pioneers in the days of the Soviet Union. This is where they will stay for about two months. This story made national news in Ukraine today, and we are so glad to have facilitated it. The story reads, a week ago, 94 children from five boarding schools in Chernihiv went to improve their health in Transcarpathia. Among them are 36 orphans and children deprived of parental care by the head of the Chernihiv government. Thus, 50 students from other locations here in Chernihiv, he describes them, were taken to this location in Transcarpathia where the children are housed for camp. The stay of the children in the Cheyenne Institution became possible thanks to the financial support of the founder of LifeNets International. Also, many caring people provided their assistance in organizing the trip. Among them was the director of the Chernihiv Regional Center for the Comprehensive Rehabilitation of Children with Disabilities Revival, directed by Dr. Vasil Pasichnik, and also representatives from the Transcarpathian side Ivan Yurishko. I'd like to read an essay written by a relative of mine who was evacuated from Kiev when the Russians first started bombing the city. She and her six-month-old son left and are staying in western Ukraine. Men are not allowed to leave the country. All men between 16 and 60 years old must be available to help defend their country. Only women children, and men who are over 60 years old are allowed to leave. Dealing with the anguish of the war in Ukraine, Tatyana Lonskova, the name of this woman, my relative, wrote this moving essay from Western Ukraine. And she writes this piece about her feelings about the war. To me, it's an amazing spirit. The title of the essay is entitled, A Conversation with God by Tatyana Lonskaya. Tanya, God, you won't leave Ukraine, will you? God, of course I won't. What makes you think that, my child? Tanya, it's just that there's so much trouble in my country, so much grief, and there's only one question in my soul. For what? God, not what, but why? Tanya, so then why? God, because there's too much evil on earth and someone has to stop it. Tanya, but why us? God, I have no hands on earth other than human hands. You know that. I've thought long and hard. There must be a special people. There must be a special nation. Tanya, so we can do it? God, how can you doubt that? Look around you. Is there anyone who can break these people? Tanya, my God, they, the Russians, are calling themselves our brothers. God, it's been going on forever. You remember Cain and Abel. Tanya, I remember. They wanted to divide Ukraine, but it is more united than ever before. 
They wanted to wipe us off the face of the earth so this country would be forgotten. But now the whole world is talking about it. They wanted to stain this peaceful flag with blood, but Ukraine has managed to paint the whole planet with the colors of wheat in the sky. So many homes were destroyed. So many lives were maimed. Innocent people are being killed, children dying, whole cities disappear. God, cities like people have a mission. Yes, it hurts, I know, but sometimes there's no other way and people died for a reason. Now with their white angel wings, they will cover the sky over Ukraine. They will not leave their country, their city, their loved ones. Tanya, we will win, won't we? We will stand. God, can it be otherwise with such people? Tanks are coming at them, and they come out to meet them with their bare hands. Sirens are howling all around, but they only read books to their children louder. All night long until morning, throwing a cloth over them to dim the light of the lamp. They make a Varenike and Piroshki to give hot food to their defenders in the morning. Fleeing their homes, they do not carry a suitcase, but a carrier with a cat or a dog. After the shelling, they sweep the glass out of the streets and start planting flowers in the flower beds. Despite everything, they fall in love, get married, and have children. And even when they are shot at, they find the strength to sing the anthem louder and louder, invincible, indomitable, unbelieving people. They surprise the whole world with their strength. Even me, to be honest, I didn't expect it, but I realized I was right. Tanya, well, then we will endure. We will cope. We will stand. We will not surrender. Just please don't go too far away. God, hold hands. Stay together. And I'll be there for you, I promise. The good news is sure to come. It won't be long now. Tanya, let us hold hands, my incredible people of a free and beautiful country. And let us hold on. And let us not open those hands until victory is achieved. I extend my hand to you. I am from Kiev. We are together. We are from Ukraine. We are together. Signed, Tatyana Lonskaya. Well, we thank you for joining us on the Cubic Report today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If, if you have, please tell your friends. The Cubic Report can be found on various platforms, including Spotify, Amazon Music. There's more coming soon. You can find me through my Facebook page and also on the LifeNet's website. I'd love to hear from you. My email address is vcubic at gmail.com. V-K-U-B-I-K at gmail.com. So thank you for joining us today. Come back soon for more.